Hi, Gary Stearman. And our guest today is Billy Crone with a brand new study on witchcraft. Stay with us. Billy Crone, welcome back to Prophecy Watchers. Thank you, Gary. It's always great to be on. Oh, it's always a pleasure to have you. And I'm going to get out of your way and let you talk about this massive study you've done. The study, uh, I've got the two volumes here, is on witchcraft. And my question would be, witchcraft? Is, is that really an important subject? Is, is anything going... You think of things that happened five, six hundred years ago, maybe that's mm -hmm. witchcraft. Yeah. Is it going on today? Uh, Gary, it's not only going on today, it's going on on a scale that I don't think most people are ready to believe or accept, but you've got to deal with the facts. And it's going on a global movement on a scale that uh, we can't believe. And, and, and it shouldn't, if you study certainly the Scripture and Bible prophecy, it shouldn't surprise us. And I say that because the Bible talks about the seven-year tribulation society and how wicked it is in different aspects, but it clearly says that that society in the seven-year tribulation is going to be one that is absolutely flooded with witchcraft, sorcery, the occult behavior. And that's what we see in Revelation 9. It says this, and this is in the middle part of the trumpet judgments. you got the seals, the trumpets, the bowls. And it says here, the rest of mankind that were not killed by these plagues still did not repent to the work of their hands. Listen, they did not stop worshiping demons. Think about that. And then idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk, hmm. nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. Magic arts, of course, is pharmakeia, which is why some translations translate it for what that word means, not just drugs, as in pharmacy, but drugs as in fostered by the dark arts. That's why it's translated witchcraft and sorcery. So the Bible tells us 2,000 years ago what you can expect, and this is a global context, on a global scale, a sign you're living in the last days is when you see an, an, an explosion of occult behavior and beliefs that begins to permeate society on a global basis. Gary, it's here. Wow. It's not coming. It's here. We deal with this on a massive scale. It's a 20-plus hour study on 10 DVDs, two companion books, and uh, we went down deep to demonstrate the shocking truth. It's no longer for some backwoods, seedy, alley, you know, couple people in some coven out in the middle of the forest that nobody knows about. It is everywhere, Gary. It has permeated every aspect of our society. Again, not just around the world, but even here in the United States of America. And when you think of things like uh, potions, elixirs, little uh, powders that you mix and, you know, yeah. a little essence of bat uh, uh, residue or whatever, yeah. you know, the, 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 the old-fashioned thought about yeah. witchcraft, yeah. Uh, that's eclipsed now. Well, uh, it's it, gone to sort of a higher level. Well, it's a higher level because uh, two things. Number one, the church is being silent about it. You're like, well, I don't want to hear about witchcraft. Well, I don't care if you want to hear about witchcraft or not. You know why I'm teaching on witchcraft? Because I'm a pastor. And you know what a pastor is supposed to do? You're supposed to teach the whole counsel of God's Word. 
And you can't get through the Old Testament or the New Testament without repeatedly God warning about do not get involved in what he considers detestable practices, abominations. From the very beginning, uh, Deuteronomy, very strong warnings, don't get involved with omens and uh, sorcery, uh, with, with spells and, and necromancy and divination and things of that nature, all the way to the New Testament. In fact, very interesting, in, in, uh, in the New Testament it even warns that uh, those people who are involved in such activities, they ain't inheriting the kingdom of God. And yet, it, so my point is, if you're dealing with the scripture and being taught the scripture, you have to deal with this, Gary. But what do we see going on in the church today? They, it used to be, well, it's bad enough that they don't teach on prophecy, which is basically one-third of the Bible. Right? Yeah. Gary, I'm telling you, the apostasy in the church is so bad, they ain't teach, uh, let's go down, okay, so I just took away one-third of the Bible. I'm not teaching on prophecy. If I'm a, if I'm a a fake, a fake shepherd, a hireling, if you will. Yeah, I understand. I, uh, uh, I'm not going to talk about sin. Well, there goes another big chunk. Uh, I'm not going to talk about hell. Right? Well, there goes another big chunk. I'm not going to talk about Satan or demons or spiritual warfare. Well, there goes another big chunk. I'm not going to talk about the occult practices, Old New Testament. And Gary, you keep that up, and you know what you're left with? Here it is. The tables of weights and measures. That's it. <laughs> and this is nuts. This is going on in the church. Yeah. But my point is, because the church... That's what they're doing. They're not teaching the Bible. It's giving a free pass to this occult explosion that is not only coming in the world on a global basis, it's even coming into the church. And people don't even realize it. History does repeat itself. It rotates round and round and round. Uh, when you go back in the Bible to the old days, you have Babylon, Medo-Persia, yeah. Greece, and Rome. And each one of those had th their own forms of what we would call witchcraft uh, today, uh, yeah. priestesses, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and we read about those things, and to us it seems, oh, that's so long ago, it's, it's not relevant. Yeah. But it has continued in a way that uh, is undetectable, and then suddenly there's an outcropping. Well, it, it, as you can see with the, the, the contents there that we cover in the, the, yeah. the 20 studies, but we started, basically, where did witchcraft, the occult say, start? Well, it started after God hit the reset button with the flood. And within about 200 years, if you study the, the chronology there in the scriptural account, Genesis 10 and 11, the Tower of Babel, the Table of Nations, about 200 years after the flood, you had the birth of Babylon. And Babylon got not only had the Tower of Babel and confused people's languages because they were rebelling against building the tower and not spreading across the earth like he said to do. Yes. Gary, we dealt with the archaeological evidence, the historical evidence. Uh, that wasn't the only rebellion going on uh, at the Tower of Babel. They are, were steeped in witchcraft, witchcraft and occult practices on a mm. massive scale. And we bring that out uh, archaeologically in history. But what happened is that when God dispersed the nations, guess what they took with them? They took with them the witchcraft that was already only 200 years after the flood. And they went to Egypt, they went to Greece, they went to Rome, they went to the Far East, they went to India. We chased it all the way around the world, even hopped the pond to South America, Latin right. America. We went back over to Europe, which is basically where you had the birth of what's now called Wicca, which is the new term for witchcraft. In fact, many people who are in the uh, consider themselves Wiccans say, "Oh, we're not about witchcraft and the occult." <laughs> the, the term Wicca, Gary, means witch. It, that's all they did was change the terminology, and and that deception right there is seducing people to be a part of this because witchcraft still has a negative connotation to it. But if you just relabel it, 
repackage it. Pick any, basically, uh, any promotion aspect and witchcraft is riding its coattails. Uh, whether it be social media, witchcraft is being promoted, Hollywood is being promoted, celebrities is being promoted, uh, sports figures is being promoted, politics uh, is being promoted, and things of that nature. Schools, it's being promoted on a massive scale. You can't teach Christianity, but they'll have books there teaching kids about witchcraft. On and on it goes. And people don't realize this has been going on for a while now, and it's created this culture now that's rising up into power who are steeped into witchcraft and occult practices. Now, folks, uh, I've known Billy for a while. <clears throat> and when he does something, he doesn't just do this much. <laughs> he does this much. And uh, two volumes and, and what, 10 DVDs. 10 DVDs, 20-plus hours study, yeah. And, and um, you really go deep into yeah. a subject when you go into it. Yeah. And uh, this subject is interesting in a way uh, because a lot of people uh, have a primitive attachment. They, they, in their mind, it's something built around superstition and so forth and so on. But really, it's systematic. Mm -hmm. It has a way of operating right. that, that, and that has a goal. Yeah. It, it wants to achieve a goal. Well, the goal has been spelled out for us, Gary, 2,000 years ago. And I just quoted the text, Revelation 9. It's heading towards a society on a global basis that's going to be steeped in witchcraft and sorcery, so wicked that not even the judgments of God gets their attention so that they would repent. Hmm. Gary, this is, that society is being created right now. You know, let me give you some examples that people may okay. not know. We expose all this. You know, okay, well, how is this really being promoted? Well, first of all, this is so relevant because we are steeped right now, even America, steeped in witchcraft, but people aren't really paying attention to it. They're just like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And Turn the channel. Why is it, Gary, right now? Think about this. In our lifetime right now, witches are getting, they're not just in existence on a massive scale, whether people realize or not, but they're getting so bold that they publicly admit in mass, they do interviews in mass on television, admitting that they're gathering in mass, locally and globally, using social media to interconnect, to pray. Hmm. Think about that. That they're, they're openly, you know, they're not hiding in some back corner. What, they're proud to be a witch. In fact, you know what their term is? They're coming out of the broom closet. Because nobody's talking about it. The church isn't talking about it. And I got proof that it's even invading into the church witchcraft. Uh, but uh, it's given these people a free pass. They're so bold now that they, they're, it's, they're proud to be a witch. This is, Gary, this is going on a massive scale. Believe it or not, there's a lot of witchcraft and occult behavior in politics. Uh, in government and political parties. Uh, we bring up some, and it's still on the internet. People can, you can check it out. Still, even secular sources admit it. Even back with like the Clintons, Hillary Clinton was doing s seances in the White House uh, to drum up supposedly yes. Eleanor Roosevelt and Gandhi to get, you know, words of encouragement or advice. And what, Gary, what is that? That's necromancy. That's witchcraft. And, but this hasn't stopped. That's not just an isolated case. This is how far it's permeated. Now, let me, Hollywood, the media, the amount of movies it's putting out, and not just Harry Potter, that's the easy example. I'm talking about every kind of movie, sitcom, even cartoons. Cartoons in mass are promoting witchcraft. Kids are growing up, think, oh, this is cool to be a witch and stuff. That has an effect on people. Question. Yeah. 
And to me, I, as Billy was talking, it just popped into my head. How do you define, to, to someone who really is not familiar to, uh, uh, with witchcraft, how do you define a witchcraft? Well, again, we, we deal with a whole section here with their beliefs, their practices. We also get into their symbols. A lot of witchcraft symbols are out there, Gary, but people don't understand. They're like, oh, what's that graffiti or what's that on that bumper sticker? Or, what's yeah. that tattoo that person's wearing? They don't know because they don't know the symbols. And we give the examples of this is what's really going on. Whether you so it is it a belief system. It's a belief system where they basically, uh, it's a rebellious belief system that they, Genesis 3, that was started by Satan that says, don't listen to God. You do it my way, Satan's way, right? And you will be, get to be your own God. You get to be in the driver's seat and decide what's right and wrong. Hmm. And that's really what witchcraft is. Witchcraft is taking these practices to get what you want. Now, the basis of them doing their rituals and spells and incantations and even divination is because they're doing it to get what they want. Now, think about that. That's extremely selfish. Life isn't all about you, and, but, that's, but that's what they, th- it is. And, and they call it the law of attraction. A law of attraction. The law of attraction that I will use these rituals, these occult rituals, to get what I want. Now, what do you mean get what, they w- get what you want? Get what you want would be like, I want to get that particular job. Or, I don't like what that person did to me, and I'm going to get back at them uh, for what they did to me or things of that nature. Uh, very selfish, very self-centered, but that's really what caused the fall of Satan, right? Isaiah 14, yeah. Ezekiel 28. I will be like God. I will say, it's all about I. This whole self thing, this whole do what self wants, that's, that's at the heart of what they do. So the rituals working with these demonic forces is going around to manipulate what they want. And as you're talking, I'm thinking about uh, things I see on TV uh, and in magazines, catalogs. I see these icons, these little dolls, uh, mm-hmm. figures, figurines uh, that, that are occult. That is, yeah. they, they, they're magic. Well, and, and what's happening too, it, again, part of this is the, the, the church, and I'll say professing church. True churches are still out there preaching God's word. But the professing church has their hand in this, Gary. Because it isn't just there's an occult explosion. The reason why it's exploding and witches are coming out of the broom closet, but it's also because the church is keeping their mouth silent on it. Okay? And, uh, and because of that, these people are having a, a free reign and they're getting to do uh, <laughs> whatever they want to do and, and nobody's being warned about it. And, and partly that's why you know, we wanted to provide this study is so that people can get equipped and realize that you need to wake up and realize, one, it shouldn't shock you because it was prophesied this would happen. Yes. But let's not roll over and play dead and act like this doesn't go on when it's going on all around us. Well, you know, I, I, I hate to interrupt, but, uh, but think about, about the verses that come following, in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be, and then there is a list of 20 or 30 characteristics. Yeah. And it's, that's, uh, that is uh, capped by the statement that it's going to be like the days uh, back when Moses was alive, when yeah. Jannies and Jambres cast magic mm-hmm. spells, you know, yeah. to, to try to oppose him. Oh yeah. And and uh, Paul writes, it's going to be like that in the latter days. Right. Well, and you know what will really bring that to life is when you avail yourself to what we did. We again, we did a, a giant history a journey around the world, and chronologically, as witchcraft began to spread, we didn't just do Babylon. We went Babylon. The next one historically was Egypt. Egypt, And then yeah. Greece and Rome and on and on. We went around the world to Asian countries and all that stuff. But Egypt, 
You talk about that. You're absolutely right. So Moses went up against witchcraft. Absolutely, Gary, he did. The scripture is very clear about that. But not only that, think about it. When God told Pharaoh to let my people go, you look at all the ten plagues, and every plague represented an Egyptian demonic god, a deity, every single one of them. So God wasn't just attacking uh, Pharaoh randomly. He was trying to send a message. He was sending a message to Pharaoh. He alone is God. And your witchcraft and occult techniques and these demonic deities that you think is the one that's going to give you a good life or a good crop or, you know, whatever, uh, are false. And I'm going to, every single one of them, you know, they're God of, of the sky. God brought that judgment. The God of the livestock, God brought that judgment. The God of even the firstborn, right? God brought that judgment. Yeah. On it goes. Every single one was an Egyptian deity that God attacked. And basically when God said, let my people go, okay, it wasn't just let them go out of slavery. When you understand the historical context, it was, and get my people out of witchcraft. Right. Because Egypt was permeated. In fact, people don't realize this, and we bring this out. Uh, the uh, Egyptian pyramids with all the hieroglyphs, I didn't know this until I, I did the research myself. You know what the bulk of those hieroglyphs are, Gary? I do not. It's witchcraft. It isn't just, well, this guy won this war and whatever, or here's this guy and he's on a boat and he's got some servants with him. Right. They're actual occult uh, incantations, occult techniques, uh, written all over the walls huh. so these people can be aided in the afterlife. So it's uh, to protect uh, me from the enemy mm -hmm. and to make me prosper. Y yes, and, and again, think about it. What's the old thing they say? Well, don't you open up one of those tombs because you'll be ah, cursed. cursed. Right. It's, I'm telling King you, Tut. It's, it's all about <laughs> witchcraft. And people don't you know, put that that's together. a huge story. Back in the 20s when the, the King Tut's tomb was discovered and they opened yeah. it up and there was all this talk about the curse. Yeah. And all of these incantations that were in the tomb. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that widens out the subject a little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. a big subject. Right. And, and again, that's being permeated across the planet. It's never gone away. If anything, it's spread. And in our day, though, it's growing exponentially hmm. because of global technologies that allow them to permeate people's minds. And that's, of course, the, the, the media with the television, with movies, right. with books, and now with the social media. Uh, even, even it's just, uh, and we, we document, we have a whole section on how is it being promoted today. And in one section, we deal with uh, not just uh, uh, Facebook, uh, but Twitter, uh, all the social, even the, one of the latest ones that was supposed to be banned, TikTok, uh, they have witch talk and uh, T-O-K. And it's all just about promoting uh, witchcraft and things of that nature. Uh, and, and, and let me give you one example. And, and people might, you know, say. And, and we have all the stuff on tape too, Gary. Video right. after video after video. Uh, and, um, but Hollywood, we might know, oh, yeah, they put out some occult movies and promotion of witchcraft, but I don't think people realize how much Hollywood celebrities, sports figures are permeated with witchcraft. And, and before, they would keep their, you know, don't let anybody know. Not anymore. Everybody's proud to be a witch. Now, this is a quote. This is going to sound crazy, but we got this on tape. Okay. Here's the transcription. This is from Tom Brady. Right, the quarterback, his wife is a witch, and he admits it. And you can't hear this, because I'm just going to read it, but if you watch the tape on the videos, he's laughing about it. The audience is laughing about it. It's like, are you serious? But watch what he says. He said, I learned a lot from my wife over the years. She's so about the power of intention, you know, believing things that are really going to happen. And she always makes a little altar for me at the game because she just wills it so much. 
So she put together a little altar for me that I could bring with pictures of my kids. And I have these special stones, healing stones and protection stones. And she has me wear a necklace and take these drops she makes. And, and I say all these mantras. And she, he, he laughs and he goes, and, and I stopped questioning her a long time ago. I just did. I just shut up and listened. At first I thought, this is kind of crazy. And then about four years ago, he said, we were playing the Seahawks. And she said, you better listen to me, and his wife, the witch. And she says, this is your year, but this is all the things you're going to have to do to win it. And he says, I did all those things. And he says, and, and you know, it worked. It was pretty good. And then in 2015, he said it was about early January. And she said, you know how much I love you. And he said, yeah. And she said, I just want to let you know this is, this is not going to be your year. And he says, of course, we lost. And then he goes like this. He says, well, what's, what's the next year look like? He says, well, this is going to be your year. And so he says this. So it was early January this year. And I said, babe, I'm asking, do we, do we have a chance? And she says, yeah, but you're going to have to do a lot of work. And you're really going to have to listen to me. So he says, man, I listened to her. And then he concludes this. And right after the game, she says, see, I did a lot of work. You do your work. I do mine. She said, quote, you're lucky you married a witch. I'm just a good witch. Hmm. Out in the open. Wow. No shame. Everybody's laughing. Thinks, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I right. guess there's more to football than I thought. <laughs> uh, right. But, uh, but again, that's the mystery. Oh, you know, there's almost a lightheartedness about that. It's like, ho, ho, ho. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, well, and, and in a way, it does seem kind of innocent. Well, and again, what they do is they're very deceptive. And that's just like the enemy, right? The great deceiver, Satan. And they try to uh, quantify themselves like the Wizard of Oz. Well, there's a bad witch and there's a good witch. No. Scripturally, all occult practices, witchcraft, sorceries, omens, all that stuff is bad. You, you can color it. You could size it. It doesn't make a difference. It's all evil. There is no such thing as a good witch or a bad witch. It's all bad. Two volumes and a set of DVDs, uh, Witchcraft and the Rise of Wicca. Uh, let's pause uh, so that you can actually find out how to get these, and uh, they'll, be, they'll come to your own home. You can study for yourself. How do we even begin to describe this new series on the occult and witchcraft by Bible prophecy expert Billy Crone? We've known Billy for many years, and there's a reason he's one of our favorite guests. He's been blessed with an extraordinary ability to gather insider information and bring us detailed research on subjects that you may never hear about in church. I know you may find this hard to believe, but there's a large number of people in America who call themselves Christians, but don't believe in a literal Satan. But as Gary likes to say, not only is he very real, he's a very clever fellow, driven by a desire to destroy God's special creation, mankind. Billy has produced two lengthy books on the rise of Wicca and the occult and how quickly this satanic deception has infiltrated society and even our churches. We're making these two books available for a gift of $50 to help support the important work of Prophecy Watchers. When you request the Billy Crone Occult Book Package, we will include two special bonuses. Get a Life, a shocking DVD that shares Billy's personal testimony that proves that God can change anyone's life, no matter where they find themselves. And an extraordinary and a bit frightening book by Mary Lou Lake, What Witches Don't Want Christians to Know. 
If you would prefer Billy's 10 DVDs on the subject, we'd love to send you these informative messages for your gift of $50. The 10 DVDs come with the same two bonuses, the Get Alive DVD that shares Billy's deliverance from the occult, and the book, What Witches Don't Want Christians to Know, the shocking story of Mary Lou and Michael Lake's personal face-to-face -face encounter with evil and the occult in a small town in Missouri. Just ask for the Billy Crone Occult DVD package when you call the toll-free number on your screen or visit our online bookstore at prophecywatchers.tv to stand with us today. The Bible warns us about the things we're seeing in our world today. Society is not getting better, and many of the things we see defy logic and human understanding. They can only be explained by the schemes of Satan and his attempts to destroy God's creation. Satan is real, and he's a powerful enemy, but nothing he does catches Jesus by surprise. One day, very soon, his fate will be sealed. Thank you for your support of Prophecy Watchers as we expose his evil plans for all the world to see. God bless you. And I hope you do take advantage of that, uh, that offer. It's, I'm sitting here and I don't know what to say next. Honestly, things are going so fast in the dark direction right yeah. now. You would think we were in the last days. <laughs> what, hey, I, what a concept. And what maybe a concept. we should get motivated. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah. And, and, uh, and only Billy Crone could do this massive work. You've done so many DVDs, so many books, and you, you turn them out very, very quickly. You must be motivated. Well, Gary, I am, because you know what? That's my background. I used to be involved in not only New Age, but the occult. And I've been there, done that, wish I wouldn't have bought the T-shirt. This is not a game. Satan mm -hmm. is real. Demons are real. I've seen apparitions with my own eyes. I'm not boasting of that. That was the most horrid, dark, rotten period of existence in my life. I never want to go back. And the good news is I don't have to go back. And these things, I was probably not just oppressed externally. I was probably possessed internally because of what I was involved in. And people need to realize this is not, this is not funny. They, they may laugh in the interviews and put it in cartoons. and This is dark stuff that you don't want to mess with. But the good news is, like I found out, there's a way out. Even if you've gone so far or if you have a loved one or a kid who's flirting with this stuff, there's a way out. His name is Jesus Christ. And the moment you call upon his name, instantly everything will change. Somebody, and I hope it's you, somebody's out there right now and, and watching this and saying, I'm caught up in this. I didn't know what I was doing. What do you say to that person right now? Well, you need to do what the society is not going to do, unfortunately, in the seven-year tribulation. They refuse to repent. We need to own up and, and, and say, you know what? This is not God's will. God calls this behavior an abomination. It's, these are detestable practices. They're demonic, and they're leading me astray. I admit that. I'm not going to try to justify it. I'm not going to run from it. And then... I'm going to turn to Jesus because Jesus is the only one who can forgive me of not just the sin of witchcraft in the occult, but any sin. And you need to turn to him and ask him to forgive you and believe in his work on the cross, the death on the cross, is sufficient to forgive you. The Bible says if you confess Jesus as Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the grave, you will be saved. That's what you need to do. And you know what? There's something that Jesus has that you're not going to find anywhere else. It's called unconditional love. Yeah. And 
that's at the heart of what we're talking about. Oh, it is, Gary. Gary, when I made, unfortunately, the biggest mistake, and I made a pact with the devil when I was like 16, 17 years old, I found out very quickly his character. Jesus said, John chapter 8, he's a liar and the father of all lies. He's a murderer, and he's been with him beginning. Right after that, I tried to kill myself three different times. I tried to OD with pills twice, and I shot myself once here in the chest. Still have the scar, obviously. And, uh, but you know what? The moment I turned to Jesus Christ, everything changed, Gary. New heart, new life, new mind, love forever and ever and ever. I'm his child. I have a beautiful, intimate relationship with God, the creator of the universe, a free gift from him. People need to know that, Gary. And in fact, the church needs to know that's what people need to hear. And, 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 and including people involved in the cult. Don't run from those people. Tell them about Jesus. Let them, even them, know that there's a way out of this mess, and his name is Jesus. Billy, that's a great note to end on. Thanks for being with us, and thanks for doing all the work that you've done. Uh, thank you, Gary, for having me. And may the Lord bless your continuing work, and I'll meet you one of these days in the air. Amen. Fist pump. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gary Stearman. Hey, you keep watching. We are. Thanks for joining us on Prophecy Watchers. You can find us on the web at prophecywatchers.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter or follow us at facebook.com slash prophecywatchers. In the meantime, keep watching everybody and we'll see you soon.